if you're at your desk, you can easily maybe take your shoe off and uh, sock off and get to work on this exercise. I think this is a really good one just to have really strong toes. And like I said, it's going to play into that toe off and allow it to be a little bit more powerful than it is. Yeah, those those of you working from home, this one's a-okay. If you're in an office environment, you just might want to be aware of how your toes <laughs> smell that day. <laughs> Hi, my name is Jessica Winter, and I'm a big-ass runner coming to you from sunny San Diego. Welcome to the Big Ass Runner Podcast, where we entertain and encourage trail runners from all over the world. Now, here are your badass hosts, Jeff Harrell. Well, thank you, Jessica. That was an old-school OG introduction from season one. Thank you so much for that. Bringing it back. We like to do that from time to time. By the way, if you'd like to do an intro, we'd love for you to do one. Just email me at jeff at bigassrunner.com. Well, welcome to the Big Ass Runner podcast. My name is Jeff Harrell. This is episode number 109. We have a delightful show for you today. In segment number one, Dr. Lisa is back and she's going to talk about strengthening and taking care of a part of your body that we maybe sometimes don't think about first as trail runners, and maybe we should. So that's segment number one. And segment number two, he's back. It is the golden vocals, the amazing tones of Timid Time, and he may have a special guest with him. You'll have to wait and see. But first... I wanted to share with you something that happened to me in my personal life, and I don't share it to to get sympathy or to concern anybody or get anyone alarmed, but we had something happen on our trip home last weekend that I wanted to share because it's been something that's helped me think and process and learn from, and I just wanted to share those insights with the big ass runner herd. Cause I know that you'll understand. So here's what happened. So coming back home last weekend, I had been in San Antonio all week and met my wife and son down in college station, Texas, where we were dropping him off for school. And then we drove my truck back home and we were finally getting some rain here in the Dallas Fort Worth area. It's been so hot, so dry. Finally got some rain, been raining for a few days. So we're driving home, had been raining, wasn't raining at the time, but we were eight minutes from our house. We're driving north on I-75 in McKinney, actually at the time somewhere around the Fairview area. And I noticed ahead of us, we were going about you know, 70, 75. We're keeping up with traffic. We're not speeding faster than anyone. We're just keeping up with the the quick traffic there on 75. And I looked ahead and I noticed that there was some water shooting up from some of the vehicles ahead of us. So I thought, man, I'm going to slow down a little bit. And as soon as we hit that water, we hydroplaned. Lost complete control of the truck going about 70 miles per hour. It turned us left. I was in the, I was either in the left-hand lane or the second lane from the left. It's a four-lane freeway, fast moving, lots of traffic, major thoroughfare through through Dallas, lost control, hit the left concrete divider between the northbound and southbound lane, hit it hard, airbags deployed, real hard hit. That ricocheted us right across four lanes of traffic across a grass embankment, across two more lanes of the frontage road where we finally came to a stop in an empty field. And we hit nothing. Didn't hit another vehicle, even though it was 4.30 in the afternoon. Lots of traffic, lots of cars everywhere. We hit nothing. And we were so thankful, obviously. But also just so grateful because it could have been really bad. It could have been really bad. 
Timmy time came and picked us up. My truck I'm sure is totaled. We'll find out here in a week or so. Obviously that's inconsequential relative to everything else. The fact that we were fine physically, Timmy time took us home. Obviously we're processing. So the last week or so I've really been thinking about this situation and I just learned a few things that I thought I would share. The first, and this seems obvious and and literal, and I mean it literally, but I also mean it more metaphorically. The first is slow down. We weren't speeding any faster than anybody else, but we, you know, given the wetness of the roads, probably shouldn't have been driving as fast as everybody else. And just because everybody else is doing it did not mean that we needed to be doing that as well. I think that's a, a life lesson for all of us. So literally slowing down, but I think too, it's just slowing down life. If you ask anybody, Hey, how's, how's it going? How are things going? Oh, I am busy. We are all busy. We're all doing so many things. Life's pulling in all directions. I say all for me, for me, I think for a lot of my friends, life is just too busy moving too fast I'm a point A to point B person from the way I drive to the way I want to you know, get somewhere. I'm always early. I need to slow down and enjoy the ride. And that's one of the major lessons that I'm trying to learn from this experience. Slow down, enjoy things, enjoy the journey. I think that's what we love about trail running. It's the journey. It's not the destination. Slow down. Second thing I'm learning or have learned or processing through is don't dwell on the past. And in this specific situation, I have been playing the what if game. What if there'd been an 18 wheeler? What if we'd flipped? How we didn't flip over? I have no idea. But man, you go down that road and you dwell on that. That is a a no win situation. So Instead of thinking about what if, what if I flip that to what is? What is ahead of us? What is the future? But not dwelling, not living in that what if. And I think we do that not just with this situation, but in life. Oh, man, what if this happens? What if that happens? Maybe it will, maybe it won't. But don't live in that land of what if live in that what is or what is possible or what could happen. It's going back to those soundtracks we talked about a couple of weeks ago, doing those positive soundtracks versus those broken soundtracks. So don't dwell on the past. And then the third one, this one's probably the most obvious. Be grateful. Grateful for the life we have. Grateful for the time that we're given. We're not promised tomorrow. Thankful for the family we have friends we have, this community, the Big S Runner Herd, I'm so grateful for. Be grateful. Enjoy those moments. Slow down. Don't dwell on the past. Don't think about what if. Think about what is. Those are some of the lessons learned. Hope that is helpful. It definitely is helping me. I just thought I would share because I, I think of the Big S Runner Herd as family and I wanted to share that. Well, with that, let's get going on episode 109 of the Big Ass Runner. Well, now joining us on the Big Ass Runner Hotline is Dr. Lisa. Dr. Lisa, welcome back to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me for the third time. Yes. Third time's a charm. Third time is, well, the first two times were a charm too, because everyone gets so much value from your segments and from your Instagram channel. And I want to make sure that people know about that because if you're a, really, if you're active at all, even if you're not active, you should follow Dr. Lisa because 
She'll get you active if you're not already, but you have just such good content. You know, as a content marketer, I just appreciate those that are out there creating great content that adds value, especially to the trail running community. So, so thank you for that. And remind us what, what your channel is. Yeah. So my Instagram is Dr. Period Lisa period DPT. And now I'm on YouTube. So it's longer content, a lot of follow along. And that is Dr. Period Lisa period DPT too. Making it easy for us. <laughs> I try. <laughs> <laughs> And I want to start because we've had, like you said, we've you've been on the show a couple of times before, and I definitely want folks to go back if you've not heard Dr. Lisa before. Go back to those episodes. I put them. I'll put the exact episode numbers in the show notes. But bring us up to speed on what's going on in your world. How, how is how are things going? How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm busy with clients, with one-on-one clients, and my clients that purchased my program. So that's been really fun, especially since it's kind of busy season for runners as they're training and getting ready for their big races. So I have a lot of things in the works too. Like I said, I just launched the YouTube channel. So trying to stay consistent with that. Um, But like I said, I have a couple big things coming. So a lot of things in the works. So busy, but busy is good. (laughs) It sounds like busy and exciting too, which is awesome. Yes. And we, we like to, to drill. There's so many things you can help us with, Dr. Lisa. But on this episode, we really wanted to drill down in one specific area. And I'm going to tease that a little bit because I'm not going to tell you what that is quite yet. But before I get to that, you know, a lot of times we think about strengthening our legs and our hips and doing cross training and you know all these areas, which all that's very important. But I shared a few weeks ago in the show, I've been dealing with some foot issues. And so today I would love to dive in on something you you would think we'd start with first because it hits the ground every time we run. But let's start <laughs> and talk about our feet and why it's so important to to make sure our feet are are strong and flexible and all that. Why is that so important? Yeah, well, like you said, it's the first thing to hit the ground. So it has to the first thing to absorb the shock, but also it's pushing us off and propelling us into the next stride. So having strong feet is like something every runner should be focusing on. But like you said, strong and mobile feet, because your ankles need to have certain range of motion to be able to perform a proper foot strike, but also push off. Same with your toes. So that's something a lot of runners neglect until they're injured, unfortunately. But I'm really trying to push what we call this bottom-up approach where you're focusing on toe, foot, ankle, stability, and mobility. And I'd love to know, we'll talk about some of the proactive things that you can do, but you just mentioned a lot of times runners wait until it's too late. What are some of the things, what are some of the challenges that you see in your practice in terms of foot-related things that may be on the negative side? Yeah. So, I mean, if you wait until it's kind of too late or you just kind of put it off if you're injured, say you have ankle pain, well, it's more than likely going to just start going up the kinetic chain, affecting your knees, affecting your hips, your low back, even your thoracic spine. So, unfortunately, if you wait too long to seek help with these things, you're going to end up potentially sidelined. But also, it's just going to be painful to run because, like I said, that is the first thing that's absorbing the shock. If that's not strong, it's definitely going to affect the entire kinetic chain and really change the mechanics and alter those mechanics of our running form. So it's really important to address foot strength and ankle strength right off the bat as an injury prevention side, but also just in treatment as well. And is that why we see, you know, I hear a lot of runners complaining about plantar fasciitis. I've had that happen before for me. Is that one of the things you see as well is, is if you don't take care of your feet properly, you start to see things like plantar fasciitis? Oh, yeah. Plantar fasciitis, even shin splints, Achilles tendonitis. Um, they all have to do with taking care of your feet. But also, there's a couple other things going on there besides just focusing on like foot mobility or ankle stability, but also looking at your shoe wear. Is it appropriate for your arch? And is it appropriate for your gait? Because a lot of runners 
we'll see this hot new shoe on the market and they're like, I got to have it. And it's like, well, is it even appropriate for your archer gate? Because you could be hurting yourself in the long run if you're buying a shoe that's not necessarily made for you versus, you know, if someone's buying a shoe just because it's the number one shoe and they just want to have it. So shoe, shoe wear plays a large part of that. Resting and muscle repair plays a large part in that. I've said it before, but if the feet are not being well taken care of and you need to repair them and rest them, just like you would if you walked, you know, 15 miles outside and your feet are sore, you're going to kind of rest them. But you need to really treat your feet with the proper care and make sure that you're resting them, make sure they're you're giving them time to repair and being able to then come out of the gate strong, more efficient, and more powerful. I love that. Let's let's get super practical. So let's say the big ass runner herd is listening to this and going, "Okay, I need to I need to dress the feet." <laughs> and we're not talking about toenails this time. So so everyone out there, just <laughs> sigh of relief. We're not going to talk about that. But let's say, okay, we're out there. We know we need to do something. So the first, I love the, f- the fact that you brought up shoes. So the first thing is get shoes that that work for your feet. How do you know what those are? Is it going to a, just a good local shoe running store? Yeah, that's a very good place to start. Once you know kind of like what is your arch like? Is it flat? Do you have high arches? If you have high arches, you have the arch support, so you want more cushion. So that's when you want more of the cushion shoe. If you have a flat foot like me, you want more of that arch support. But you also want it to be comfortable. You can't just be like, oh, I got a shoe with arch support and it's killing the inside of my arch because that's not realistic for you to be running in. You want to make sure it's also comfortable. So best place to start, local running store, have them watch you walk, look at your arch, and then try ton of different shoes on different brands and just see what you like because what someone likes with flat feet maybe that's their number one shoe is one brand or one type of shoe that might not work for me because everyone is different even if you have flat feet high arch I really encourage you think of it it's not a one-size-fits-all so really make sure that it's a personalized shoe that is for you and Dr. Lisa, is the is the inserts important too? Because I think before I've gone to a store and they said, "Well, you can use this shoe, but highly recommend this." You know, insert is going to form to your foot better. Is that something that we should be thinking about also? Yeah, inserts. There's a lot of bad inserts out there, but if you look at the inserts that are in your shoe and you're not injured and that shoe works for you, I wouldn't really say that you need to go get inserts. Everything's working fine. Why change it? Why fix it? But if you're, if you have pain and you know that that shoe has worked for you, it's worked for you in the past, same model, everything, then I might look into inserts. I recommend over the counter inserts first before you even look at custom inserts. But it is something that you can definitely look at. I really wouldn't look at it unless you're in pain or you are used to a certain insert and you just need a new pair of them. Got it. Good advice. So it's not the magic bullet. Just look into it if you think it's necessary, but it may not be necessary. Exactly. Awesome. All right. So you got your shoes, got that figured out. What would be the, the next thing that you would think about when, t- when taking care of your feet? So next thing I would look at is because everyone is strength training outside of running. Of course we are. Well, at least we should be. (laughs) (laughs) I would look at strengthening your foot and your ankle. If you're not injured, let's say you're not injured, strengthening your foot and your ankle just by going barefoot when you're strength training. If you're in a gym, get barefoot shoes. I have barefoot shoes or I strengthen barefoot. And what that's going to do is say you're doing a lunge backwards with tennis shoes on, a cross training tennis shoes. Your toes are not going to go into as much extension. Your ankle isn't going to move as much versus if you do it now on a barefoot shoe or barefoot where it's a lot more flexible, you're going to get into more range of motion. And also when you're going through that exercise, you're also going to strengthen the ankle and the foot. So it's kind of like a big bang for your buck if you can strengthen other muscles like say your quads or your glutes during the exercise, but also strengthen the foot and the ankle. So that would be my first step is if you're not injured, 
start strength training barefoot or if you go to a gym, get barefoot shoes. And are barefoot shoes, are they, is that like a zero or something like that? Yeah, the zero drop shoes, I use Vivo Barefoot that I like a lot. They have the wide toe box, which is really nice for you to spread your toes out. But basically, they're really, really flexible shoes, minimal support, and they do allow you to strengthen your foot and ankle and toes during your exercises. And I love this advice, Dr. Lisa, because you're basically saying things you're already doing incorporate barefoot and you're going you're to work on your feet at the same time. So you're not actually doing anything new at this point. I'm sure there's some things we would want to do specifically for the feet, but you're incorporating the feet into things you've already been doing. Exactly. Yes. I'm not big into like making running like another full-time job here and all these <laughs> running injuries. So I like to really make it as simple as we can. I love it. All right. So incorporating barefoot into your, your current strength training. And then from there, where would you go? So from there, if you are injured, I would really focus on, so like say, you know, you have heel pain and you're able to do strength training, you're able to run it. You just know that it kind of bothers you or you have a little bit of pain that you're pushing through. So what I would do is if you're going through a mobility routine, like something you're doing each night or maybe after your run, there are two things that I would focus on in terms of mobility. So I'd really look at the the big toe and how you're able to bring it up or go into extension because the first MTP, which is your big toe, tends to be pretty tight when someone has ankle, foot, or toe pain. And that's an important aspect of running because if you're not able to get into that extension, which you need about 60 degrees of big toe extension for push off, if you're not able to get in that big toe extension, other things are going to start altering in your running mechanics. So that's the first thing I'd look at. First, big toe mobility. The next thing I would look at is your ankle mobility going into dorsiflexion, which just means you're bringing your foot up towards you. So you think about when you're swinging your leg through when you're running, you have to bring your foot up in order to clear the ground or else your toes are just going to hit the ground. Those are two things I would look at in terms of mobility. A lot, big, big patterns of them both being tight with someone with any sort of ankle foot toe pain. And is that why I trip so much as I'm not bringing my toes <laughs> up far enough? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, we might have to work on that. We got to work on Well, there's a lot of – the list of things to work on is long, but that's probably towards the top of the list. Both of these I have on my Instagram, examples of exercises to assess them and address them. Awesome. And I, I know a lot of people have used things like lacrosse balls where they'll roll their feet out. Are, are, is that something that you would recommend or is that something only if you're really dealing with – plantar fasciitis or something like that. What's, what's your take on that? Yeah, I actually, I like to do it after long runs. It's definitely a feel-good type of movement for the most part, unless it's tender and you're in pain. But it's usually a feel-good type of movement. I think it's perfectly fine to do, especially like like I said, after you maybe you've been on your feet for a while or you just finished a long run and you know that maybe your foot could potentially hurt you later, I would roll it out for at least two to three minutes on the bottom of your foot. And I would also do it in weight bearing. So not in a seated position where you're just gently rolling your foot. I would make sure that you're in standing and you can put a little bit of pressure through the lacrosse ball. Love it. And I know some people put them in their freezer. Does it help to have it cold like that? Is that just an added benefit or does that not really matter? I don't think it really matters, but people say that they like it. So I would do it if you like it. Because after you finish, you know, a long run or you've been on your feet for a while, your feet tend to swell or expand. There's a lot of blood flow going on in there. So it's not going to necessarily hurt it. I know anything cold on my feet after run feels good. So, I mean, if it feels good, I would keep doing it. And are there any exercises that you can do? I know I've seen quite a few things on your Instagram. Maybe not, you know, super necessary. We're like, hey, I would just like to give my feet a little, you know, TLC. Are there some simple things you can do? And maybe even like right now I'm, I'm at the podcast table. I'm, I'm in socks and I'm squenching my 
toes up just just listening to you like I need to exercise these bad boys. <laughs> Is there some easy things that we can do just in the day to day to kind of help strengthen our feet? Yeah. So in terms of strengthening your feet, the research behind strengthening your feet and why we should even address it. I mean, we know the foot hits the ground. We know we push off with the foot, but there's something called a foot core. So just like your lumbopelvic core in your torso region, how that stabilizes all those structures and tissues. You also have a foot core, which sits under the plantar fascia at the bottom of the foot. So that is used for stability in the foot and the ankle, mostly in the foot, but that alters up to the ankle. So if we start strengthening the foot core, having a strong foot, having control of the toes, then we actually are able to decrease our risk for injury. And that goes back to where I was saying the bottom-up approach, where we strengthen from the bottom up versus a lot of injury prevention programs address hips and then go down. But I like to strengthen from the bottom up, addressing the foot core first, making sure you have control of your toes, and and then moving up to the ankle and the knee, the hip, that sort of thing. So I just wanted to point that out before we go into some exercises, because I do think that's important if you are looking, especially for trail runners, you're looking to not twist your ankle or have foot pain as you're climbing up the mountain. So I think that's really important to make sure that you're addressing the foot core. I knew I had core issues. I want to strengthen my core. Now I have another core to figure out, the foot core. I love it. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> so what are some but, things we can do, Lisa, to, to strengthen our foot core? Yeah. So the first thing that I want to walk you through is called um, short foot. So you can be sitting or standing when you're doing this, but you're basically going to have your foot flat on the ground and you're going to try to bring your toes towards your heel. So you'll start to make an arch with your foot. You're pushing your toes into the ground and pulling them back towards your heels. And you'll notice you start to make an arch with your foot and then you'll just relax. So that's the first one. It's called short foot. I was doing that one and I didn't even know what I was doing. I was doing short foot. Now I have a name for it. I love it. Yeah. So this is really good. Like I said, I have flat feet. So this is really good if you have flat feet because you want to focus on maintaining that arch or what's left of that arch. You also want to make sure you're not just scrunching or like curling your toes back. You want to be pushing your toes down into the ground and then pulling them back. Got it. The other one I think you were kind of doing too is to strengthen your toes. They're called towel scrunches. So you can place a towel out in front of you like a dish rag and just start scrunching your to- your toes, trying to pick up the towel with your toes. Nice. I would do this one in weight bearing. So in a standing position versus seated. But if you're at your desk, you can easily maybe take your shoe off and uh, sock off and get to work on this exercise. I think this is a really good one just to have really strong toes. And like I said, it's going to play into that toe off and allow it to be a little bit more powerful than it is. Yeah. Those, those of you working from home, this one's a-okay. If you're in an office environment, you just might want to be aware of how your toes <laughs> smell that day. I know. That's what I was thinking. Maybe you don't want to do this one at work. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Any others that you would recommend, Lisa? I do recommend um, when you're going through your strength training routine, this isn't something else you have to do, but really focusing on single leg exercises. So then you'll get that single leg balance to be working. You'll have that ankle stability when you're doing single leg exercises, like a single leg chop where you're holding one dumbbell, standing on one leg, and you're kind of going in a diagonal position where you add a dynamic movement to a single leg stance is really good for working not only core strength of the lumbopelvic region and the foot core and ankle stability. So it really does knock out a couple of things with one exercise. All right. So I'm going to summarize, make sure I didn't, I didn't miss anything. So start with some good shoes, get a good, good pair of shoes that fit your foot and start there and then start doing your strength exercises barefoot when you can. So that's number two, number three, a couple of different exercises, short foot and the towel, Mm -hmm. the towel scrunch in working single leg exercises into your strength training. And then as a treat, after a long run, do some lacrosse ball rollouts 
And there you go. You're off to a good start. Yep, you sure are. And if you're not injured, these aren't necessarily things that you need to do. In addition to what you're doing now, you can just incorporate them into your strength routine and then into your post-run mobility routine. But if you're injured, that's when I would focus more on, it depends on how severe the injury is and if you're still running through it, but really focusing on more exercises that address the motor control in the foot, the stability of the ankle, and the mobility maybe a little bit more often since you're injured versus just as a maintenance prehab phase. Such good information. See, this is why we love having Dr. Lisa on the show. So <laughs> practical. Dr. Lisa, if someone wanted to to learn more or get in touch with you, what's some of the things that they can do to do that? Yeah. So if you are injured with your foot, ankle, your plantar fasciitis, Achilles tendonitis, shin splints, anything like that going on, you can definitely check out the foot and ankle program. It's a 12-week program I put together and you have access to messaging me through it too, which is super helpful. Um, but it progresses you through a lot of the exercise I talked about, plus more as it progresses you through these 12 weeks, you'll work on your motor controls, your stability and your mobility in the foot, ankle and toes. Love it. And if you've already mentioned your Instagram, if someone wanted to DM you directly, that's a possibility as well. Yep. You can definitely message me on Instagram. I'm pretty responsive on there. So this is another resource. Awesome. Well, Dr. Lisa, we are so grateful. We are so thankful just for your willingness to be so gracious and sharing this amazing information with us. Thanks again for, for being on the show. And can we, I know third time's a charm, but can we have you on for a fourth time at some point? Yes, of course. <laughs> I'd love to be on the show. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. And we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thank you. One of the things we love to do is to give shout outs and kudos to the big ass runners out there just making it happen. This week, we have a shout out for a very special birthday. Our very own Coach Greg, the Ninja Runner, had a birthday. If you're listening to this, when it drops on the 29th, he had a birthday yesterday on the 28th. So big happy birthday, Coach Greg. You have been so gracious with sharing your amazing knowledge and expertise on this show. You've been a great running coach to so many and really appreciate you. So happy birthday, Coach Greg. Hey, Marcy. Hey, Jeff. You know what time it is? <laughs> what time is it? It's Timmy time. Timmy time. <laughs> what is up, Hefe and MB? What is happening? Hey, TV. Just you know hanging out, being You know cool. what's about to happen, don't you? What? Yeah. Oh, Marcy's <laughs> taking over. I'm out. You're out. I'm out. I'm hey. always surprised. It was, I want my severance pay. <laughs> it was good talking to you, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> It was so good talking to you. Well, as you can tell, we have Marcy here. Hi. As our as our guest for this segment of Timmy Time. It's good to be back. <laughs> We're so glad to have you. It's amazing. Now, if you've never heard Timmy Time, first of all, I feel sorry for you. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. You missed out. Shame on you. I feel sorry for him because they're about to hear it. <laughs> Unprepared. <laughs> yes, Timmy Time and I love love music. We love listening to music, usually not on the trail, usually after our race or on the way there, mm -hmm. or really anytime. Let's be honest. It could be anytime. And what we found over time is that Timmy Time's vocal singing, vocal- mm -hmm. Stylings. The, stylings, the golden voice. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> Timmy it Time. Amazing. Was too good to not share with the big ass runner herd at large. Uh -huh. 
And so Timmy Time comes on from time to time to to sing some of the songs that we might sing yeah. on a road trip. Sing so loud and proud. There mm-hmm. is the tie to trail running, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen, that I just made. And so today we have a very special episode of Timmy Time because we're just, we're kind of closing out the summer. Uh-huh. We're, we're close. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're it's we almost not? over. It's, it's almost, in August. Yeah, we're almost. Kids are back in school. That's true. And, you know, summer's known for blockbuster movies. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do songs for movies. And Marcy's going to try to guess. You can guess the, you can guess the artist. Okay. That, that will give you some points. Okay. But you can also guess what movie it's from. The movie. Okay. Yes. These are very popular songs oh, from movies. Oh, my goodness. From like the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna I was gonna do a little alert for the, for you Gen Zers out there and, and probably millennials as well. Oh no. You may or may not have heard of some of these. I'm gonna go ahead and say Elvis Blue Hawaii as one of Whoa. my guesses. Controversial. <laughs> so we have I don't know how many we have here. One we've got like t- I don't know. I want to start on this one. We can't go out of order. We can't. No. There's no going Crap, out of I order. I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> this should be good. Dagnabbit. Uh, I think there's eight. There's okay. eight. We will go in order only because it'll help me not get... Remember last time I got lost? Yeah, it was a problem. It was embarrassing. <laughs> it was a problem. There was, was a lot of paper shuffling here in the studio. <laughs> it was awesome. I was embarrassed for both of you. We, as a matter of fact. We are all, we've been taken to task by the <laughs> listeners. Get yourself organized. <laughs> Call yourself a professional. <laughs> exactly. What kind of... Operation are you running here? Well, this first song is from a a movie. <laughs> I don't know if you knew Ooh, that. It's a good hint. It's yep, a good yep, hint. Yep, yep. And it was first this song was first recorded in 1982 for a country and western album. Mm. However, it did not see much success until it was re-recorded by a particular artist for a soundtrack. For a particular movie, mm-hmm. this movie came out in 1988. Tell me, time you're what? 13, 13 no. years old. Yeah, 13. He's, trying to, he's trying to do the math 13. in his head. Born in 75. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. 13. Math is hard. It's really hard. Timmy Time, do you know this song? I do know the song. I'm just going to let you guys know that I don't know it very well, <laughs> but it's going to happen. Well, Timmy Time, when well. you're ready, take it away. Song number one. Okay. Do your best. Good luck, MB. Thank you. <clears throat> so I was the one with all the glory, while you were the one with all the strength. A beautiful face without a name for so long. I know the song. A beautiful smile to hide the pain. Did Did you you ever know know that that you're my hero? And everything I would like to be. I got it. Where's my bell? Bing, 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 bing. What movie it is? Beaches. And I can feel higher (laughs) than an eagle. Big finish. For you are the wind beneath my wings. <laughs> Nicely done. Fly, fly. The end. Is that what she does? Okay. You're yeah, right. That does happen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> now, just a little little something on that. Yeah. I actually sing that song to Tim all yeah. the time. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, I do. The wind you're the, you're the Every wind time he does something yeah. stupid, I sing, you are the wind beneath my wings. Is that expectation? You are thing? the wind beneath my wings. Yeah. So that one I knew. Can I you knew. name the artist who sang Bette it? Midler. Yeah, in the movie again. You already Beaches. said it. Beaches. Beaches. Yeah. I thought Very she good. said a cuss word. <laughs> Two. I, did I know what it is. Beaches. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm going to have to hit that. PG-13 rating again, the explicit content. Every time the basers are on, we got to click the button for explicit yeah. content. Just the blondie. That's true. That's true. Well, you're one for one. Oh, so exciting. Wow, you're welcome. And yeah. you, and that you was really of, good. A lot of bonus really points. You were in pretty much in rhythm. He yeah, yeah. nailed it. I'm very impressed. Very impressed. We'll see about this next one. Yeah. Well, this next one is a... My voice is... Am I hitting puberty? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm hitting puberty. This next one, <clears throat> this this next one, 
It's a song originally recorded in 1973 by a singer-songwriter, a country singer-songwriter, as a fair as a farewell to her business partner and mentor. The song then was re-recorded by a, another artist for a movie. Mm-hmm. So we were looking for both the mm-hmm. next artist oh, you know and the movie. Well, I know both the movie and the Oh, well, because you have it right in front of you. With that, (laughs) it's all written down. Timmy, time, take it away. Song number two. If I should stay, I would only be in your way. So I'll go back, but I know I think of you every step of the way. (laughs) And I. My oh. darling, you. The end. He's doing the mm part. <laughs> Timmy okay. time. Phenomenal. That was awesome. I did not know that one. You did? Well, it seemed you like did. you did. You knew it that seemed one. like you did. Originally, it was Dolly Parton. Ooh, who did she That's write it for? She wrote it for, uh, it's not Vanessa Williams. Who's the gal that died from a cocaine overdose? It's actually she wrote it for her her male business partner. Well, but who sang it later? And oh, it was yeah, Bodyguard. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's who you're trying to get. Yeah, yeah it was the Bodyguard singer. was the movie, and I'm blanking out oh, on her Houston. name. <clears throat> Whitney Houston. Oh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> thank you. So yes. another question for you. Was I singing as Whitney or Dolly? <laughs> you were definitely singing as Whitney. No. Oh, I was singing as Dolly. You were? You I was were trying. Not oh. trying hard enough to do Dolly. She sings it a lot slower. <laughs> She shakes your voice a lot more. <laughs> yeah, she wrote that for Porter Wagner. Oh, that's a cool you Remember name. that guy? Yeah. and Because they were partners, and then Porter went off to do his own solo career. It wasn't about, about Jolene? No, that oh, came later. That, that came later. One. Well, you're two for two. Oh, this Wait, is did going you, well. You got the movie, right? I didn't hear it. I got it. the movie. I got old artist and sort oh. of new artist. You had to help me a little bit. <laughs> oh, I just had something caught in my throat. Well, that <laughs> was their name. fantastic. <laughs> uh, Good job, Timmy Time. All right. Woo. I'm just going to let you know I have no idea for reals. You know what the song one? is? Mm-mm. This should be good. Song number three. You. It's a power ballad. Oh, okay. Does that help? Uh, well. <laughs> and the theme song for this movie, It was. Com- this is going to give it away. It was composed by Marvin Hamlish oh, with Hamlish. lyrics Hamlish. Carol Bear Sager. <laughs> And produced by Richard Perry. Not Steve Perry, but Richard Perry. And performed by this, I'll give you a hint, female artist. Okay. okay. Hey, is it fast or slow song? Uh, let's see. Let me give you a little clue. Yeah. Maybe you could just sing it in his ear a little bit. The way that you hold me, whenever you hold me, there's some kind of magic inside you. Inside you. <laughs> that keeps me from running. There you go. But, but just, just keep, keep it coming. coming. How'd you learn to do the things you do? Oh, and nobody does it better. Makes me feel sad for the rest. <laughs> Nobody does it half as good as you, baby, oh, baby, darling. You're the best. <laughs> Is it that a- was yeah. definitely your own spin. <laughs> was it a James Bond movie? Yes. Yes. I started to recognize yes. the the lyrics. Yes. Of. I've never heard this song. You have. Well, I've never uh, read this song. You've never, never read the you words. wouldn't know it because it's, I mean, I'm barely getting some give us, vague give us hints a, uh, on come it. Come out with the normal. Uh, let's it. see. Eyes, something about your eyes. And nobody does it better. Nobody Makes me feel sad for the rest. Exactly. Carly Simon? Yes, Carly yes. Simon. She needed to be <clears throat> sung better. <laughs> the song, the, the song of the, the name of the movie is in the song. Uh, Sing it, the, and then I'll know it. The 
sing that part and I'll know it. <laughs> the thing you do, the spy who loved me. The spy who loved uh, me. Is yes, that it? Yeah. That is it. <laughs> no. Congratulations. <laughs> Wait, can I find the. Yes, hey, good ding. job, MB, because I had you. never, seriously, I never even heard that song. I bet you have. Mm-mm. We'll play it for you afterwards. I, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's yeah. jam it. Well, three for three. <laughs> Unbelievable. That was. Against All Odds, mm-hmm. although that's not one of the movies, that's what just happened. That was Against All Odds. That's what just happened. Okay, this next one is a song written by Jack Nitschke, mm-hmm. Buffy St. Marie, Will Jennings, and recorded by two people. Oh, two people. Mm-hmm. For a movie that was that happened in 1982. Okay. So very recently. Seven. Yeah. Very recently. The structure of the song and added lyrics about the struggles of life and love and the obstacles that people attempt to dodge. It was released in July of that year to coincide with the release of the film. Timmy time. Take it away. I know the end, but I think I know who sings it. So who knows what tomorrow brings in a world few hearts survive. All I know is the way I feel when it's real. I keep it alive. The road is long. There are mountains in our way. But we climb a step every day. Love lift us up where we we belong. belong. Oh, honey, so good. Where the eagles (laughs) cry. On a mountainside, whoa, love lived us up where we belong, far from the world below, up where the clear winds blow. Woo, Timmy time. Ladies and gentlemen, you brought it. I was tricking you at first. Uh, well, oh. I didn't know what the hell you were doing at first, so <laughs> you did trick it. me. I'm like, what was that? But that was Officer and a Gentleman. Nice. Yeah. Yes. I need to get you out. You watch way too many movies. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go like on a date night. She we is probably should. It. We probably should. And I'm trying to think of the guy's name. Um, not Bob Seger, but uh, he has that kind of voice, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was awesome. I loved him. He. <laughs> He had gray hair always. I think he was born with it. He was born with gray hair. Always looked old. Yep. (laughs) Hope he's not alive and hearing this. And he sang it as a duet, so you can get either one. Who did you think it was, or you said it wasn't? It's not Bob Seger. Um, I just can't think of the guy's name. Joe Cocker. (laughs) Oh, is it Joe Cocker? Joe Cocker. Oh, yes. 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 Joe Cocker and Jennifer Warren. Is it Cocker or Cocker? Cocker. That's what I was doing. I was singing the girl part. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. I thought it was a duet. A duet. Oh, my goodness. Well, that was phenomenal. You got it right. The movie as well. These are coming easy to you, I feel like. Like I said, Tim says I don't get out enough. Uh, This one. Probably. This next one is going to be super hard. Oh, you're not. This one, you'll you'll You're going to throw it off? No, I know it. She's just, there's no way she's going to. No, yeah, there's no way she could get this one. Unless she'd seen it beforehand, there's no way. Well, this song, this movie came out in 1987, as did the song. It was comprised by Frankie Pavitia and John (laughs) DeNocola and Dave somebody. Uh, It was recorded by two people Mm. as well. and At the same time? At the same time Mm -hmm. and was used in the soundtrack. It is a major song in this movie. It was, oh, listen to this. It won a number of awards, yeah. just like Timmy Time's version is about to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Academy Award for Best Original Song, Golden Globe for Best Original Song, and Grammy for Best Pop Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocals. Ladies and gentlemen, Timmy Time, song number five. All right, here we go. Okay, I'm ready. Just remember, you're the one thing I can't get enough of. So I tell you something. Well, this could be love because I've had the time of my life. No, I never felt this way before. Yes, I swear it's the truth. And I owe it all to you. Wait, whoa, whoa. Oh, there's more. Hey, baby. 
<laughs> that was the cherry on top. <laughs> that was awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, the cherry. Oh, man. Is You're that, welcome, America. Was that breaking? Breaking. Breaking two. Breaking two. That's right. Do you know that movie? Oh, I do. I do. Yeah. Dirty Dancing. Oh, do you know who yeah. sang that song? Um, He was old even then <laughs> <laughs> when he did that. He was like from the 50s. Yeah, he was part of the Righteous Brothers. Oh, mm-hmm. gosh. Help yeah. me, Tim Bazer. Bill Medley. Yes, Medley. and Jennifer Warren's again. <laughs> Here comes Jennifer Warren. She singing. comes out a lot. She She's does. a busy girl. Hey, so funny thing. So we were at my uh, niece's wedding. Yeah. And so we figured out at Charlie's wedding, because they then, mo- then mom and son dance was... Oh. <laughs> we're going to do the lift. Awkward. We're going to do the lift. You're going to lift? We're going to do the lift. Yeah. I'm going to lift. Fantastic. Yep. The daddy-daughter dance. Mm-hmm. So like in 32 years when Charlie gets married, we're doing the lift. Yep. 32 years is when she's allowed to get married. <laughs> yes. I get it. Believe me. <laughs> we'll be ready. We'll She'll be, be ready. 40. I'm going to no, be 50. <laughs> yeah, she'll be older than that. Be she'll be older than we are now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Well, you're 100%. Marcy, and you're singing along, which is a mm-hmm. bonus for everybody. <laughs> oh. I don't think you're going to sing along with this. <laughs> that is fantastic. Oh, really? Oh, words. you think not? All right. So many words. Oh, there's so, so many, many words. words. Okay, so this Reading is a song hard. recorded. I'm not going to tell you her name, but it was recorded by a Canadian singer mm, the in her fourth English language studio album. It was released right before my birthday, February 19th of 1996. I'm sure they released it on that day because my birthday was the next day and they didn't want to interf- <laughs> There's too much media happening. You know, there's a lot going on that day. And it was written by Diane Warren and produced by the great David Foster. Mm, He's David good. Foster. He is good. He's pretty good. He's, He's the what? best producer He's ever. Good. He's very good. Yeah, yeah. He makes Chicago. that uh, Australian Chicago. beer, right? Fastest. Uh, Fastest. Fastest. <laughs> uh, no. All right. So with that, no. Timmy time, take it away. For all those times you stood by me, for all the truth that you made me see, for all the joy you brought to my life, for all the wrong that you made right, for every dream you made come true, for all the love I found in you, I'll be forever thankful, baby. You're the one who held me up, let me fall. (laughs) You were the one who saw me through. Through it all. There you go. You were my (laughs) strength when I was weak. There you go. You were the voice when I couldn't speak. You were my eyes when I couldn't see. You saw the best there was in me. Go. Lifted me up when I couldn't reach. (laughs) You gave me faith because you believed. I am everything I am. Because you loved me. Timmy time, ladies and gentlemen. That was lovely. I never could come. Is it another Whitney Houston? No. Canada. She remember she's Canada. from Canada. Oh, the redhead. Whoa. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Celine Dion. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's kind of redhead. She's dark redhead? hair. No. Sort of. She's reddish headed. Uh, I mean, did she's you, not a straight up did ginger. You, did you say radish headed? Reddish headed. Oh, reddish. Reddish headed. Do you know the movie? Mm, don't really care for this. You song. can phone a friend. Rowdy. She's phoning Allison Harrell. Rowdy. She, Allison, <laughs> like, this is why we can't get her up here. Yeah. My wife, Allison's <laughs> in the room, but acting like she can't hear us. She's phoning a friend. Well, what movie is that? She does have earphones in. She's got earbuds in. What song? Celine what, Dion. Song. What movie is that from? Which one? The one I just sang. She because wasn't you listening. Love me. <laughs> I told you she had earbuds. For in. all the joy you brought to my life. What'd she say? Oh, Michelle oh. Pfeiffer and yeah. Robert Redford. The high right. school one with uh, Coolio. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be time. Uh, no, the news one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're news people. Uh, Don't you have the answers? I have it right here. (laughs) I know what it is. It's the news people. It's up close. And personal. And personal. And personal. I wasn't going to that one. Yes, up close. Well, you've done very well. Thank you for my phone a friend. You've done very well. There's only a couple left. Mm -hmm. All right. This is song number, what is this? Seven? Six? One thousand and seventeen. Can I guess it now? You can guess it now. Okay, so this (laughs) song is... From 1986, the year I graduated high school, 
performed by a former member of the band Chicago. That's a huge hint. It was released after he left the band as his first solo hit and was part of a movie. Now, you got to get the movie exactly right because there is an answer that could be slightly wrong. You'll know what I mean here in a second. With that, Timmy Time, (laughs) take it away. Every time, take it away. All right, here we go. Tonight it's very clear as we're both lying here. There's so many things I want to say. Want to say. Because I will always love you and I will never leave you alone. <laughs> Sometimes I just forget, say things I might regret. It breaks my heart to see you crying. Cause I don't wanna lose you. I could never make it alone. Hefe's got his lighter lit. That's right. I'm a man who will fight for your honor. I'll be. Hero you've been looking for. <laughs> or it could go, I am a man who will fight for your honor. I'll be the hero you're dreaming of. Because we'll live together, knowing forever that we did it all. For the glory of love. Like a light and shining armor from a long time ago. Just a sign out to the day. Take me to my castle far away. Whoa. Wow. The neighbors are clapping. They heard that very clearly as they're eating dinner tonight. I liked both versions. I think oh, they both held merit. Man, it is so there hard. Were like six Ooh. versions. I can't in there. even imagine. It is so hard seeing It was Peter. Tunes. You sounded just like Peter Cetera. Oh. Yes, he did. Yeah. 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 So she got violin. that. She got Peter Cetera. Oh, yeah. but the movie, I want to mm. say like Robin Hood, but that was Brian Adams. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Timmy Time's giving you a hint. But Oh, oh, that was a good hint too. Uh oh gosh. My mind's going blank. It's part two of the Karate Kid. Yes! <laughs> Karate Kid 2. Wax on, wax part on. Two. No, that's right. Part two. Part two. I don't know if I even saw part two. Oh, really? It was, I don't remember it much either. I remember part one. Yeah, part one. But the song made it. Oh, my gosh. It was gosh. all over the airwaves yeah. back in the 80s. Well, we have two more. That was phenomenal. Fantastic job, Timmy Time. There's like six versions in one. <laughs> oh, man. It was amazing. Or it could go. I don't want everybody to be able to guess. Right. Yeah. What, what fun is that? Yeah. Throw it in. What fun is that? I totally all right. do this on purpose. This next song, I, 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 wanted, I realized that these songs were older. So I, I picked a song that even even though the song is older, it's been in a more recent movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. okay. So this song is a ninth. This <laughs> <laughs> I'm going through puberty apparently. <laughs> this song <laughs> from 1968 <laughs> was originally performed by an artist, and the version then was redone by a new band, a co- cover version, and appeared in a very recent movie i believe it was in 2002 or something 12 no. 12 two or two. newer than that two or 19 newer than that yeah. timmy knows newer it. That. 17 16 that's what i would guess this all right song? timmy time get ready all right ladies and gentlemen second to the last song because <laughs> i can't stop this feeling deep inside of me Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me When you hold me in your arms so tight You let me know everything's alright I'm hooked on a feeling that you're in love with me Yeah, Timmy time That you're in love with me that's one of my fave songs. Nice. Really? Probably top thousand. 
Yeah. Top thousand. <laughs> he does like songs. a lot of songs. That's yeah. true. Hey, Top Thousand's pretty good. That is. That's pretty good. huge. I couldn't tell you the artist then or now, really? but I do know the song, nor can I tell you the movie, but yeah. I could sing it with you again. Oh, so you don't know the uh, artist or the movie. No, but I, I, know, I know the know words. The What's the movie, Timmy? Because you've not seen this. Guardians of the Galaxy. That is correct. Oh, Nicely done. Oh, I should have known that. And the original uh, singer was BJ Thomas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who sang... Raindrops keep falling, falling on, on my head. head. Yep. And then, um, let's see who who, who redid it. it. Blue, Blue Swede. Oh, really? I don't know who that is. <laughs> I, I thought that was Elvis. Swede Elvis's shoes. or Swede? The Blue Swede. Yes. I can't stop this feeling. Honk a honk a feeling. Did y'all see the Elvis movie? It was great. That was good. It was weird at the beginning. Yeah, it, it took better. me a minute to get used to looking like that. Then all of a sudden, it totally got. Yeah, into that. it was good. All right, last song. This is going to be a, what they call it in the in the, uh, a in the crowd a doozy. A doozy. This is a, a song from an American person mm. for a soundtrack in a movie that was in 2002. Mm. So very recently. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, for us. For, for, for us. Just yesterday. Some people listening we were like, dating. I was not <laughs> born yet. But that's okay. And this song was highly regarded. It talked about the... Well, first of all, it has several aggressive themes. Oh, aggressive. Yes. Largely dealing with these struggles dealt by this person and how this person eventually overcomes his many problems and obstacles to gain the respect of others. Timmy Time, do you know the song? Mm -hmm. Drop the beat. All right. Oh, drop the beat. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on a sweatshirt already. Mom's spaghetti. He's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop bombs, but he keeps on forgetting. When he rode down, the whole crowd goes so loud. He opens up his mouth, then the words don't come out. He's choking. How are everybody's joking now? The clock's run out. Time's up. Over. Now. Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there's old rabbit. He choked. He's so mad, but he won't give up. Duckies, he know he won't have it. He knows what his whole back's then and those ropes. It don't matter. He's dope. He knows that, but he's broke. So he's, oh my goodness, this is long. He's stuck. And <laughs> I thought it. I was in pretty good shape. You were doing great. So he's so stagnant. He knows when he goes back to this mobile home, that's when it's back to the lab again. Yo, this whole Rhapsody better, yo, capture this moment and hope it don't piss him. You better lose yourself in the moment, the moment you go on and on. I can't read this anymore. You better never <laughs> let it go. You only got one shot. Don't miss your chance to blow. This opportunity only comes once in a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> that was the greatest. That's, I think that's where he's at. That's why I had to end I with a rap. You, you hit him in a sweet that's spot. That's the sweet spot. If he I hadn't mean. been so out of shape and run out of breath. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta work. You gotta start working out to make oh. run or something. Oh, shit. That cow. well, do you know the artist Eminem? Yeah. And do you know the movie? Uh, oh, she's hesitating. It was the one with Kim Basinger was his mommy. Uh, yeah. So it's almost so. This would this. What do we run? Yeah, we would run marathons. Um, a little bit. It's a little bit more Trail. than like a little bit more than a ten k. Would be how many? Fifteen k. <laughs> But if K? it wasn't K, it would be the other thing, the oh, more miles. American version. Oh, it was the something mi- something mile. What was it? Did you say eight it's mile? Eight You're mile. right. Eight, eight mile. mile. Oh, yeah. First a- try. <laughs> First try. <laughs> oh, my gosh. First try. <laughs> eight mile. Great job, Timmy Time. Marcy, I think you got almost all of them. Yeah. I feel like it went pretty well. There it was at least 90%. there was a touch on something on all of them. And you know what? I'm gonna call that a W. <laughs> a big a big That's time a big fat W. W. Timmy mm-hmm. Time. There's a lot of big ass runner herd members running right Dude, now. That was nine songs. Nine, nine songs. Nine they songs. yeah, that's right. They had eight plus Gargle a bonus. After that. Mm-hmm. Eight plus a bonus. And so they're running right now, they're finishing up their runs. Do you have any other just little ditty for them that you want to just add as they're finishing their runs? Well, if you want to uh learn how to run Rap, you need to uh, work on cardio. Find that out. Find that out. I can run, you know, yeah. run, but doing rap. Woo. Do you want to end with any little little fat boys for him? The fat boys are back. And you know they can never be whacked. The fat boys are back. And you know they can never be whacked. Lay it down, Jeffy. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> 
Jefe is the human being. Well, there you go. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's awesome, you guys. All right. So hopefully your runs are ending well. And by runs, I mean actually a real run, not the runs. Okay. With that, Timmy time. Thanks so much. You're welcome, man. That was fun. Marcy, great job with that. Thank you. Always a good time to be here. That was Timmy time. (laughs) Hey, one last last thing. What do you got, Timmy time? I was just going to say, whenever you're feeling like you're going to talk to somebody and you're going to be embarrassed, just remember me singing on this. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't nothing to be embarrassed. That's right. Ain't worse than that. Life's too short. Full send, right, Timmy time? Full. That was fun. Now we have come to the planet to occupy a space provided by the public eye. Because we're waiting and waiting and finally we return with a funky beat. That'll go up your spine, grab your brain, relax your body, ease and in pain. But we're here in gold and red and black. You guess it. Well, believe it or not, that is the end of episode number 109 of the Big Ass Runner Trail Running Podcast. Thanks to all that were part of the show. Jessica, for that amazing introduction, old school introduction. Dr. Lisa, as always, for bringing the amazing content. And for Coach Greg for having a birthday. Thanks for having a birthday, Coach Greg. And, of course, to the greatness of Timmy Time and Marcy Baser for bringing the fun, the funny, the golden vocals, all that goes with Timmy Time. Well, if you do not know, we have a website, BigAssRunner.com, and on that website, you can buy some Big Ass Runner merch. We have t-shirts on there that are amazing. So go to BigAssRunner.com if you want to get a t-shirt couple different i think there's some clydesdale t-shirts left as well check it out bigassrunner.com well thanks so much for listening we appreciate you all the time every day as i mentioned at the open i am grateful for many things but the fact that you listen to this show each and every week means so much so thank you for that and with that get out there hit those trails and keep running your asses off And just because everybody else is doing it did not mean that we needed to be doing that as well. I think that's a life lesson. Give me time. Take it away. Okay, here's another one that I'm just gonna say the word. Do you know it? Do you know the song? Like I don't think so. I should. Hey, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay. Hang on. It was a big song, though. Hit the Billboard Hot 100 and the solid uh, and something else. With that, Timmy, time. <laughs> Take it away. Uh, my thanks to the uh, studio audience and uh, Ken Griffey Jr. as well. Carrie Fisher tomorrow on the big program, kids. That's right, Mr. Radio, Larry King, Fresh right. Prince, and John Doe. And we'll be back to kick some, what is that, Major Butt? Major Butt. Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> Good night, everybody.